What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from Weston Cigars inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mo. And uh, we're doing a special little uh, Valentine's Day um, episode. Ooh. So uh, the last time that you were with a guest, or you were our guest, um, that show, like, Got a lot of really good feedback, and I enjoyed that because I wasn't, you weren't sure, and I wasn't sure how that was going to go, but a lot of people liked hearing you. By a lot, do you mean like three? (laughs) Three people. The top four? The top four people. Um, But no, so we we decided we're going to do another, um, what's this called again? It's the and, but it's like skin deep, I believe, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, skin deep. Um, So we're going to do another like Q&A, little, some heavy thinking questions, some thoughtful, lighter, thoughtful, thoughtful. Um, some lighter and questions, but just a Q and a, so I don't know what your questions are. You don't know what mine are. We're doing six a piece again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if we don't do all six, we don't do all six, but, um, do you need a, you I need a, to like, <laughs> you need a, give me a second. <laughs> so while she is retouching that scar up, uh, we just lit up the, um, uh, Deadwood Leather Rose, um, produced by Jonathan Drew and Drew Estate. Um, this is one that you actually really like. I uh, love these. And this is, I think my humidor is, is full of these yes, right and, now. And I love hearing that. Your humidor is. Yeah. Yeah, you have your my own My little tiny one. Hey, hey, everybody starts with a, with a, you know, a little smaller humidor and yours is like a 25 count, but it literally is just a box of Leather Rose. Mm-hmm. And, um. I learned something new about these. Yes, and I did too, which I didn't know that when I told you that. Yeah, so I didn't know that I that this is a Maduro. Yeah, I still don't know what that means. So, it's FYI, <laughs> we'll 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 yes listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we oh, that's right. We do teach some things on this show. <laughs> um, it's not just about being naked in a Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Not all the time. Okay. I mean, come on, forty percent cigars. There's at least some cigar talk in there. Yeah. Um, but no. So the we don't know a lot about the blend itself. Um, the wrapper binder filler isn't disclosed. All we did, all that we know is that it's the uh, origin is Nicaragua. So and it's a Maduro wrapper. That's pretty much all that has been told about this. But the uh, it's the sister cigar to the Sweet Jane, the Fat Bottom Betty, and the Crazy Alice. Um, this one is in that same sweeter side, um, aromatic tobaccos, not so much like uh, flavor infused, but it is sugar tipped. Um, That's what pectin. I wanted to ask. It's not, is it, it's not an infused, but it's sugar tipped. Yeah. And then, and then they're, they're really, they're, they keep everything close to the vest. So they don't really talk about how they do it so much, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to, comes to their acid line and stuff like that. Um, but it's the way I describe it. It's like pipe tobacco. It's like what? your old grandpa or somebody might've smoked just that kind of aromatic, but it's has that sickly sweet where it's, it's not too sweet, not too overly sweet. Like you don't like that fake sugar taste. Well, sickly sweet is sickly sweet. Well, I know, but it's like, it's, (laughs) it's, it's on the verge of that. Like it's not, it's sweet, but it's all, it's not too sweet. It's just, it, it, Pushes right up to the line, but that fake sugar uh, taste that you oh, like the sweet and low. Yeah, like you don't like that, that at all. What mm-hmm. it, does that is that what this tastes like, or does I, it actually I taste don't like sugar? Taste that at all. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a sugar pectin. Um, it's one that I don't mind. Like I don't mind an acid cigar. I don't mind a flavor infused. I know it, ha- it gets a bad rep, um, and that's fine. But the same thing is smoke what you like. 
And, uh, and this one, you know, I know you actually do really like these. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, they, I don't mind them. So I'm smoking one as well. I'm going to re- relight mine as well because I've been talking. All right. So like we said, uh, got a couple questions. Um, and then we're going to end off the night with a little bit of different uh, kind of game that I thought of. Not a million dollars, but we're, but we're going to do a, um, is it an onion article or is it a real article? Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, I, I, I heard, I read some like really crazy articles uh, this past week and I was like, damn, that sounds like a fucking the onion article. But then I was like, I wonder if she would be able to tell the difference between a real like Washington post article or an onion. So we're going to, we're going to see how you, I'm go, ready for it. How you do on that. Um, but, uh, all right. Uh, should we flip a coin? Who goes first? I don't have a coin. Do you have a coin? Uh, I'll flip the coin and I'll say you're first. <laughs> okay. I'm first. So we're going to do it again. So I'll ask you the question, but we'll both answer. Sure. Okay. Um, so I, I already put mine in order. Little light, heavy, full, little bit of everything. Okay, so. so that's how you're doing it. I'm putting them all out on the table, and I will pick. You have all your cards out on the yes, table. Yes, I will pick based off of, you know, tone is important. I realize uh-huh. that, and I don't want to. None of mine are are too heavy. Okay. Because um, I don't want to be sobbing on this this show. What do you? What this do you, little show of yours. This, this is the show that cries. You know that. Come on. And only three people will listen to this. So <laughs> then, then that's totally fine. <laughs> we have more listeners than that. And uh, okay, so you. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. Well, I'll set the tone with this one. How about that? Sure. All right. Question number one: What fundamental moral value do you think we share in common? Ooh. And again, this is one where, you know, if there's long <laughs> pauses of silence, please cut that out because you didn't do that last time. <laughs> there were some long well, pauses in you there. Got, you got to leave a little bit of that dramatic. Yeah, you know, a little bit. And then again, you, you miss. But, but as a former like live broadcast person, mm-hmm. man, five seconds of dead air. Exactly. That's a long damn time. Yeah, and there were some five seconds in there last I, time. I need, I need to, I need to get that SpongeBob. 20 minutes later. No, please don't. <laughs> please do not. <laughs> you always want to have that button that you push I, that has the sound effect. <laughs> I refuse, okay? Okay. There's a, right. there, there's a there's a morning radio DJ host inside of me that just begs to come out sometimes, and that's... 1990s style, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so sorry, what's the question? Uh, what fundamental moral value do you think we share in common? That we share in common, uh, the first thing that comes to mind is loyalty. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I I see that in you, in how you are with your friends, with your family. Um, you are reliable, dependable. You are loyal. Um, if something, if someone asks you for something, or asks you to do something you will always make it a point to try to deliver that. Um, I don't feel that you are one to very easily turn your back on someone. Mm-hmm. And I am that way to a fault as well. So I would say loyalty is is the value that we share. Okay. I would I would put it, um, I, I guess the, the, it doesn't have a word. Like what you have, loyalty is a word. Mine's more like a phrase. I would say 
the lengths we would go to for our family. So it kind of coalesces in the same yeah. way. Okay. Um, it's, it's one of those things like growing up, um, I could pick on my brothers. Nobody else could fucking pick oh, on yeah. them. You know, it, it's a, it was my job. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else did it, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Like they got me instead. So it's kind of, yeah, it's that. And you're the same way because you're, <laughs> you're kind of right in the middle. Are you right in the middle? Or I you? am the fourth born of five. Okay. And I have an older brother. Um, I love him to death. And when we were younger in, in preschool, we, we went to a daycare mm-hmm. and preschool, kindergarten, first grade, he had asthma and he had to sit out a lot playing games and things like that and yeah. recess and some kids would pick on him. And I, I would, yeah. if I saw that, I, I don't, uh, I get deeply affected <laughs> if my family is suffering. And so um, I used to go around saying, don't you pick on my little brother. And he's not my little brother. No. Yeah. yeah. It, you, yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Like, Mo will throw hands. <laughs> <laughs> don't catch me. <laughs> I mean, hey. You, you, you don't grew, mess with my little brother. You grew, you grew up in LA <laughs> and then in Oakland. I mean, yeah. I've always said like, I, I'm not going to mess with you, but yeah, I, I, we're, we're the same. I think there's other ones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like respect and stuff like that. Like if somebody was dicking around with somebody like in out in public and like, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. Our sense of justice is very, very high. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we tend to get affected by that too. Yeah. It, because it's always, you know, I've always been one of the bigger guys in, in like the room. And so, like, I fucking hate a bully more than anything. Yeah. So I'll I'll definitely, you know, squash that if I see something like that. And and you would too, even though you're not the biggest woman in the No, but the, I'm six feet tall in my head. Oh. And um, I also know what it's like to be bullied. And yeah. so definitely um, I get affected by that as well. Yeah. So. so. Okay. So I I realized looking at all of my questions that they all have to deal with relationshipy stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So this may be a light one. Okay. Okay. When you close your eyes and think of me, what do you see? And actually do it. When I close my eyes. Okay. (laughs) Fucking better than nice, dude. (laughs) Okay. So... I, cl- I just closed my eyes. We're in, we're in Weston. We're in the back. It's smoky as fuck back here. But the thing I see you in is that stupid fucking shirt I hate. The one with the giant fucking neck. <laughs> the one that I cut out? The one you cut out. But you have like multiple. So which one are you in right now? Is it body by pizza? <laughs> no, no, it's body it by burrito. Body, body by burrito. And you had me at pizza. You had me at pizza. But it's but it's the one from Will's barber shop that I remember. Yes. The, remember the I remember the most because I I like me I like a neck on a shirt that's like tight, but you are the exact opposite. I hate tight necks. But like, it's funny because whenever you wear that at night, which we're, if we're just lounging around and stuff, like I know we're not going out. We we, we don't go out like out, out since COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. But like, I know that like one, once that shirt is on, Oh, it's fucking comfort mode. The rest of the night we're watching community, you know, we're going to have some snacks. It's like, you know, if it's nice outside, we'll have some cigars or something. But like, that's what I, that's what I see when I close my eyes is just you and like, like you're comfortable because you're comfortable around me and we're comfortable around each other. Yeah. But that's, oh, and I can see it like, 
Yeah, that's what, that's that what is, it is. That is hilarious. I, I can't wait for, for two reasons. Because I do remember threatening you with me wearing that outside once. Like, I'm going to wear this shirt. And I was like, absolutely yeah. not. But the thing that, the, the other thing that's really hilarious about this is that it's not an answer that I would have expected. Because the question is, when you close your eyes and think of me, what do you see? I'm thinking, ah, flowers or hearts and rainbows. No. <laughs> and you pick a shirt that has a huge neck. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. I'm doing something wrong here. <laughs> but, I mean, you can attribute that to love. Yes. But it's, that's what I... But The shirt that you hate. The shirt that I hate. <laughs> you know what I was going to say? I'm, I feel like the sucker here. Why? When I close my eyes... What and I and I think of you. Mm-hmm. What do I see? I see you laughing. There we go. And what just happened? We just we just laughed for yeah. like thirty seconds straight. Yeah. So, so because you're so big and burly and and you're always you have always have the scowl on your face <laughs> and I make fun of that scowl. See, that's what's fun. I mean, that's what happens whenever I laugh. I can't see you. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. I, I know that the your outward appearance is very... Uh, it's jarring. <laughs> that's my <laughs> word. I say jarring a lot. Your your outward appearance is very hard and very yeah. gruff. Yeah. Uh, but when I think of you, because I know you intimately and I, I know that you're vulnerable around me, when I close my eyes, I see you laughing. And it's a, it, it feels so nice to, to have that visual. Yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah, I, I go with that. No, you went with a shirt, buddy. <laughs> but, but the shirt represents more than just the shirt. It's comfort. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Let's go a little on the serious more side, oh, I guess, okay. now. <laughs> Read the room, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the one thing that I could do that would dramatically improve my life? Go to the doctor. God, <laughs> That's, that one was real easy because it's so salient, right? It's so it's so recent of a conversation that we had, where um, my husband couldn't wait till the next day to go get the mail. It was late at night. Do you want me to tell a story because I feel like you're going to exaggerate a little bit? I exaggerate. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Okay. Continue. You, you, the one that put sugar on everything. Uh, I'll tell it and then you tell it. Okay. Okay. So you couldn't wait until the next day to get the mail because you thought that you had some cigars coming. So late but, at night. But, okay. Because it was like 10 degrees outside and I just didn't want them to sit out there in the cold. That is why everybody knows. Like, everybody's a greedy. Like they're nodding their head. Yeah. 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 You don't, you don't want them to sit out in the cold. Sure. Sure. Okay. So it's icy out. Because the, the temperatures have dropped here. And um, <laughs> I just hear you come back into the house laughing, but in pain laughing like, uh, 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 ow, ow. <laughs> because <laughs> you slipped on the stairs. I slipped on the top stair. On the top stair, tumbled somehow and uh, rolled on the, <laughs> rolled down the hill. <laughs> 
And anyway, the moral of the story is that you came back with nothing because there were no cigars in the mailbox. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I need to go to the doctor. Well, it's, it's funny because like mom was like, when was the last time you went to the doctor? And I was like, when was the last time you took me? Yeah. I mean, I, you're on my insurance now. I'm, I'm 36. No excuses. Okay. So I did, I, I hit the top. I de-iced everything that day. And I thought I, I, the one place I didn't, I hit and man, I went fucking down hard. Can you go detail by detail of how you went down <laughs> for the audience? So top step concrete. Do you know how many steps we have, by the way? Because I felt every single one. Is of it them. five? It's five and a half. Like that last one is like a little half okay. step. Um, I hit that first one and man, it was like my, my right leg kicked out in front of me and then my arms were out and I was like, like mid air. I was like, this is going to suck. I hit three times, dunk, 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 roll down, roll off into the grass, which is still on a hill. <laughs> then roll down the grass into the sidewalk. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> And like my leg popped, my ankle popped. I, I sprained it pretty bad. I'm like. Because all of your weight was on that yeah, one leg. I mean, all, all the weight was on that one leg. Um, and I crawled back up and like, I'm no, that's what it was in the middle of the air. I'm like, this is going to be a, a good video because our doorbell caught it all. Um, but it was dark, so you couldn't see it. I was out of frame, but you could hear me like hit three times and moan in pain and then just start laughing and like crawl back to the door laughing. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, yeah. So to drastically improve your life is just go to the doctor. Just go to the doctor. <laughs> just get a checkup. Oh uh, God. What is yours now? Repeat the question just in case. What is the one thing that I could do that would, that I can do that, that would you could do that drastically could... improve my life? Yeah. Oh, Lord. I don't know. That's a, <clears throat> I wasn't expecting such a, quick answer like what you get doctor <laughs> um, i know it sounds like such a superficial answer but no I mean, I mean, that's the first thing that came to mind honestly it's true um lord i don't know i don't know if i have an answer like that because there's not one thing that you could do that would dramatically mm -hmm. i don't know make the doctor's appointment for me screw you dude <laughs> That's, you that's, can make your own appointments. That's the only thing. I don't like I, I don't there's not one thing that I can think of that you would have to do. Um you, you don't really let the little things get to you. What what? I said you don't. All the little things get to me. What are you talking about? I never forget anything. <laughs> do you want to cut that part out? No. <laughs> I am not well, one fine. to let little things slide. <laughs> Have we met? <laughs> okay. Chops busted. Yeah. Chops busted. <laughs> <clears throat> so many inside jokes. Um, I, I, okay. I don't think that that would affect it, but if you really think so, because I agree with you, the doctor thing. Yeah. I just need to go fucking. Yeah. I just need to do it once over for me. I'll answer it for you. I should not let the little things get to me. That would drastically improve my life. You, you know what? After hearing you say that, <laughs> I gave you the answer. That's not fair. Yeah. That's uh, I'm going to, I'm going to roll. You're going to have to do six laps around the block. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. 
was you, my, my turn. Yeah, it's your turn now. Okay. And uh, did you tell everyone we have six cards? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we, if we don't get to them all, we don't get to them all. Okay. But. What do you think people say about us when we aren't around? Oh, Lord. Um, I mean, everybody who knows us, I, I believe that they, they love us. Um, we don't have anybody in our life that, that says like anything negative wise, because there, because everybody who, you know, now from my life, I already knew Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, because like we said before, like I had another life beforehand, but -hmm. this is my life now. So everybody is supportive. Um, they wear a lot of black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would hope that people aren't, when we leave a room, go like, oh, thank God they're gone. No, I, because because we've said it before, like you and I are entertainers and I think they enjoy our company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just like, I say, say it again because I'm, I think I've got it muddled in my head now. What do you think people say about us when we aren't around? Oh, we're just, we're fun loving. Like we're the couple that people enjoy being around, I think. Okay. I hope so. I hope so too. I mean, I don't know who, why they wouldn't think yeah. that. Um, that's nah, what yeah. Okay. I, I think that's what it is. Like, I, I, th- I think people want, would like to strive to have the way our relationship is because it is a little, we, we started off a little differently than <clears throat> your average relationship would, would go. Um, so I think, People could like strive to see like, oh, they can make a cross country like relationship work and, and have it blossom into what it is now. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. When I see, when I saw this question, um, it reminded me of when we were looking for venues, when we were getting married Mm -hmm. and the one thing that I always have been acutely aware of is how opposite we Oh, look. my God, yes. Like, we are 100% opposite. Yes. But uh, visually-wise. Yes. I mean, for for obvious reasons. I'm yeah. a short Asian girl. You're a big redhead guy. Yeah. Um, but I think people think about how, like, an odd couple we mm-hmm. are. But we, we go together. Yeah. Our humor is very similar. Yeah. Um, and, yes, when we do entertain our friends at our house and we cook for them. Um, I think our, our hospitality is noticed and we, we really try hard to, to make people feel comfortable in our space. But I think the, the main thing, especially with people that don't know us is how different we we are. And I think, I mean, that, that question's a little harder answer because like I said, we, we've surrounded ourselves around people who we call our, our family without being actually related. Now, if you were to ask me that, like, what do you think outsiders think of us mm-hmm. when they look at us? It would be what that answer would be like. True. Oh, so I guess we 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 came from different perspectives. There. Yeah. So okay. like, it it would be like I am a giant dude and you're a tiny little woman. So yeah, there is a little like wow, that's yeah. Like it is a it is we are an odd couple, I guess. Yeah, odd couple. Um, and the the woman um, that was showing us the venue. It, it mm-hmm. looked like it was a burning question in her. And then she finally realized, okay, they're, they're cool. They're, they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. They're easy to talk to. And she goes, 
how long have you known each other? She wa- just wanted to know our story mm-hmm. because I think I had just come off of work. So I was wearing my work clothes. Mm-hmm. You were in your jeans and hat and... I was probably in my work clothes as well. Oh, great. Good. Yeah, you just so, came from the, <laughs> the wood shop. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, it, I, yeah, it was because you were in your office clothes yeah. and I was wearing dirty red wings yeah. and this was in the summer. So I, my shirt was probably soaked through with sweat. Oh, my nasty ass Royals hat. We are doing nothing for our reputation here. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Yeah. So like, so, so from the outsiders, yes, it is 100%. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. So before I ask you the next qu- next question, what is it about this cigar that you really like? The sweet tip, mm-hmm. number one. Um, and I think it's because I was introduced to this style fairly early on in my introduction to, to cigars, mm-hmm. that it was something that was palatable to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, because to be honest with you, the other cigars that I would try, and I don't even know what you would give me, but it would just be taste like burning. That's <clears> it. Yeah. <laughs> burning. It leaves. tastes like. What does burning taste like? That's that's <laughs> what it tastes like. Yeah. Um, because I, I knew, I knew I I didn't want you to be a cigar smoker because that's, that's your choice. That's your decision. Yeah. <clears throat> but I knew that if you wanted to be a cigar smoker with me, mm-hmm. I wanted you to have the first experience has to be a good experience or you're not going to enjoy it at all. Yeah. So one of the first ones I know I gave you was probably was definitely one of the lighter ones an Ashton or a uh, Perdomo, but I know that Perdomo made you feel a little sick just because it does have a higher priming rate. It made me feel a lot sick. Yeah. And we were out of town on that one and I, I felt bad because I, that one just wasn't ready for you or you weren't ready for that one yet. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that like, uh, um, you know, I don't want you to shy away from that one because I think that's one I, w- I would like for you to come back around on again and, and smoke and see if that just was too much for you at the time. Maybe I need to eat something first. And I think that was, that was it too. That was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it was, but, um, but this one, yeah, this is. Other than that, it is just I mean, this consistent is a, to me. Yeah, whenever you say you you like this one, it's because it's it's lighter. But it's really, I mean, this really isn't a lighter cigar so much. It's a Maduro, has some nice full flavor, and has some spice to it. But I, but I think you antiquate lighter with just the sugary, that sugar possibly, tipped. and just the ease of of smoking this. It's yeah. very consistent. I don't have different tastes throughout. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's it's a very single note yeah. cigar. And um, I guess in general, I don't really like surprises that much anyway. So <laughs> I, I, can, I can attribute to that. Yes. So uh, maybe that is just, it's very consistent to me. Yeah. I, and I enjoy it too. It is, I would like to smoke this without the, um, without the, sh- the, the sugar tipped mm-hmm. um, to see if I could get a little bit more different spiciness flavor off of it. Um, I, I do enjoy it, but it is, it's right on the edge of being a little too sweet for me, mm-hmm. but, uh, we sell the fuck out of these. I mean, it's a, it's a giant seller. It's a big one and it's a, I enjoy it, but, um, I, you know, I knew we couldn't do like a, like the LFD, you know, double a hero tonight. You, there would be absolutely no way you would enjoy that. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, that's what I do for baby girl. <laughs> 
What is the most difficult lesson you've learned from being with me? Difficult lesson. This is this is going to be very revealing. Okay. And very honest. All right, let's do it. So one of the things that I knew about myself growing up, growing up in a big family, also being the fourth born, always feeling kind of picked on. I was also bullied in school. Whenever I feel like I'm put in a corner, my first instinct is to fight. Mm -hmm. And the way that I fought was with words. Mm -hmm. And that's how my father and I used to fight. We used to find the softest spot in each other. That that kinky armor. And stab each other right there. Yeah. So I remember my mother sitting me down after I had a fight with my sister and said, your your words can cut like knives. And I realized that about myself and I thought that I'd grown out of that part, that really nasty part where I, I, I feel like I get that, that anger and that, uh, that unfortunate instinct to, to fight and to react um, and to attack yeah. from my father. That was the hardest lesson of that I learned with you of myself that I needed to confront because I knew that when we would fight, I would that was my go-to. You'd go in for that kill. Oh yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't fight with fists, wouldn't fight with, you know, with threats of anything. Um, I fought with my words and I would it was almost um it was almost as if i i was becoming that person that i thought that i left behind yeah and of course when you don't resolve your problems they're going to be there right no matter where you go mm-hmm. no matter what state you move to no matter who you meet um that part of me was still in there yeah. and that 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 instinct to fight or that, that reaction, right? Yeah. Um, that choice, because it, it was a choice for me to get to that point, um, really came from my, it really came from my deep-seated fear of betrayal. Uh, I, I had many of those feelings growing up where I would feel attacked by someone who loved me. And it could be the slightest slight, you know, the slightest uh, jab or not even an insult coming from you, but I took it as an insult. I perceived it as an insult um, that I would immediately feel like I'm pushing a corner and I want to fight. Yeah, and you're right. No, I, yeah. So to answer that for me to you now, Mm -hmm. it's on the same line. Um, I'm, I'm a tinkerer. I'm a fixer. If we are having an argument, I want to just keep, I almost get to the point where I'm over poking, trying to fix it. I need, that's not how you, that's not how it works with you. I need to let it, I call you my supernova. You burn hot and you burn quick, but you burn out. Yeah. I just need to let you burn out and not 
keep broaching the subject and keep poking. And for my, definitely not for my pleasure and enjoyment, but for my, like, because that's how I, for your resolution, that's how I, uh, I handle with confrontation. Yeah. I did. I need to, you know, I have to adapt to that. Um, you know, last year was rough on a few parts, specifically around this time of the year, February, Mm -hmm. March, you were in the middle of a job transfer. We, Mm -hmm. you know, the pandemic had just starting was just starting pretty much. Um, you know, it's, we came back from California. We were already on edge Mm -hmm. and it just, it seemed like every little thing that I was doing was fucking with you. And it, I'm like, what are you, what am I doing? But I, when I keep asking like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? And like, instead of just like stepping back and letting you, just do your thing and burning out. I just kept throwing that fuel on just because I thought that I could fix it right away, which it didn't so much have to be fixed. It just, like I said, it had to be tinkered with. And that's, and that's what I've, I now, if we have a spat or something, which is honestly kind of rare ish on the rare side Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. I know like, okay, I'm just going to go outside. I'll, go to the garage. I'll go somewhere. Give me my my space for like a a couple of minutes. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't take that long, really. It's five, 10 minutes. And it's, and it's back to, it's back to the point where we can talk to each other rather than just like, like I said before, like last one, when I know that when you dude me, I'm, (laughs) I'm in trouble. So it's, it's never like, fuck you. It's always like, when you're like, dude, I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Well, I think with that, what you didn't know about me and that you were learning about me is that I need time to articulate what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling that way. And I was, and I was like, get it resolved right now. Yeah. And it, and just, and it's, it's worked out for the best. Now it's to the point where there's a happy medium when confrontation like that arises, but we're also, you and I, when it comes to fight or flight, we're both, we're both fight. We're, we're not running away from something and that, and you do a, get a little bit of a clash right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're, we're adapting accordingly when stuff like that arises now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a year ago this time, it was like, uh, okay. It was rough. It's my question, right? Uh, yeah. It is yours now. Okay. Because that leads into this. Oh, wow, ebb and flow. All right. Yeah. When was our toughest moment together? And how did we overcome it? Oh, it was yeah, like a like I was saying, uh, around this time last year, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at that point, we'd been married for six months, I guess, seven, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. We were realizing that our honeymoon was probably going to get canceled um, after we literally just dropped thousands on it. Yeah. So we're stressed about that. You were not enjoying your job at the hospital. You were stressed. I was stressed. It was just it was the perfect storm of shit that was like swirling around us. And then I forget what I can tell you what it was. We were looking at houses and something was said and I literally snapped. I don't think I've ever done that before Mm -hmm. where I was driving and I, I punched the steering wheel because I was so hurt and so angry because either you weren't listening to me or you were listening to me, but you were hearing something different than what I thought I was saying. It just mm-hmm. wasn't coming out properly. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I, I just felt like 
I felt like there was something I was saying it wrong. I don't, I don't even remember what it was, but that was where it boiled over. I remember that day. And I, I think it's not now looking back, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't that you were saying anything wrong. Um, you were saying what you were saying. Yeah. I was perceiving it a different way. Uh, you're, you're, it com- almost, yeah, it almost seemed like you were taking it as a, th- as a confrontation, as a threat. And yeah. I was taking it as like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not being threatening not to you because I would never threaten you. It was mm-hmm. just like, it's like this where I, I couldn't articulate what, what was going through my emotions, what was going through my words. And it just boiled over where yeah, we, like you, what you said, you know, a couple of questions ago, we both find that little, that, 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 uh, that soft spot in the armor mm-hmm. and, you know, we both went after it at the same time and it just happened mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, boil over that way. Mm-hmm. So I would agree. Uh, when was our toughest moment together and how did we overcome it? So beginning of last year, yes, I was incredibly unhappy in my mm-hmm. previous job. And I was incredibly stressed mm-hmm. and insecure about this job yeah. change. Yeah, You know, was I a fit for it? Is this the right decision? Um, am I ready for it? Am yeah, I ready you, for a change? You were, you were worried about nepotism? Um, yes. because, because I knew Mark, because you knew Mark and I knew Mark and, 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 I, and there's only so much I could say, like, it's not because of that. Mark, yeah. Mark wouldn't do that, you know, and but it's hard for me to, I, I, I need to, words don't mean anything to me. Yeah. Like I need to see it, yeah. um, to believe it. And so, um, that was happening. And also I felt that at, at that point in our relationship, I felt stagnant. We had pushed off looking for a house mm-hmm. and we kept pushing it off and pushing it off and keep, kept signing a lease. And I'm like, what the hell are, what we, are we doing? doing? Yeah. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. And, um, I, I, I feel like you didn't want to feel like you were just settling. Yeah. And so here I am, you know, in the midst of making this huge change. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've growing up, and I don't know why um, I react to change that way it, it, as an adult now. Um, I think it's because we we moved around so much growing up, a lot, mm-hmm. that uh, what I need and what I want and what I want to maintain is stability. Yeah. And so when when there are changes in my life or my family's life, I get incredibly anxious. And so that definitely, again, caused this perfect storm of mm-hmm. really um, hell on earth uh, for, what, three, four months? Um, it was it was from it, it March was, to it was, around July, August. It was August. three months of uncomfortableness, um, but there was a distinct probably 10 days of just like... I was wondering if we were going to make it to a year. Oh, I was too. And I, I know that I, uh, this is very revealing. And of course, you know, again, three people are going to listen to this, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, you and you and I both have struggled with, uh, depression. Yeah. Uh, many times. Yeah. Throughout our lives for different reasons. And it's a, it's a demon that has chased me. Yeah. Throughout. Um, and I, I, I think the night where we finally broke the mold 
mm-hmm. was that night that you told me that. And I, I literally broke down. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a night where we started being on the mend that we, that I saw what was, what was happening. Yeah. And, and so, um, how did we overcome it was, I mean, you definitely helped me through that. Uh, I, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Our communication sucked for a while, but it's the, the channel has always been open. It's just I don't think we took advantage of that channel during that, that point of time. Yeah. And also, you know, we yes, we were married and we'd been together for for some time mm-hmm. and we know each other to a point, but you the one thing that I've always loved about people and I'm drawn to certain types of people, I call them onions, you know, mm-hmm. you 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 unpeel layers, yeah, layers yeah. and you get to know them uh, deeper uh, um, at a much more deeper level the longer you get you you know them, right? Yeah. And so we knew each other, but there are certain parts of us that um, that we, I guess, revealed to each other that year. So last year. Yeah. Um, so you, you may have known that it was a, an issue, a problem of mine that I've had in the past. Yeah. But did you know how strongly it was impacting I, I me d- at that point? I don't think I knew how prevalent it was. No. Yeah. You didn't. And it, it wasn't to any fault of yours. It was it, me, it, me it, trying to fix it myself. Yeah, it wasn't... I don't, I don't want to say I took it off as like flippant, but it was, it was, it was realizing that, Hey, I'm, I'm being part of that issue. And it, it came, it came full circle Mm -hmm. um, because it, um, it just did. It did. And it, I, I sought help. Mm -hmm. Um, And I continue to do that. And I opened up to people and I held myself accountable to people and come August, we start looking for a house. Mm-hmm. We found a house yeah. and things started leveling out again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never want to go for extreme highs or extreme lows. I just want to be level yeah. and stable and, and work you. Yes, th- we, we, t- we talked about it on the last show, I believe your self-confidence, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you've started your confidence level was something that I always knew was there. You were finally be able to see it and see it come, you know, out in the open. I didn't realize that a job would cut my confidence yeah. so low. Yeah. And it was this new job. And there were so many components to that, that components to that added to my confidence just being shot, just the lowest it had ever been. And I don't think it was so much the new job as well, but I think it was the old one as, as well because of just the 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 negative culture. Not not culture. Well, it was a negative culture. It was, yes. but but the, but just that where everybody was out to fuck everybody else over mm-hmm. and you know, you're still in contact with people there and you're still hearing those same fucking stories where it hasn't changed. Yeah. I mean, it, it's to the point where like, if you were still there, it would, we would suffer, suffer from it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was, that was a tough one. I didn't expect to cry, but I did. 
Well, Laura, let's see how this one goes because this, one, this one's the last of the stronger one, I believe. What is the biggest sacrifice you've made that I haven't acknowledged? That you haven't acknowledged. And I feel like this one might be one of those ones where I... I, I don't I, have... I, I can confidently say right now that I don't have an answer to that. Uh, one thing that is in, very important to me, that was very important to my mother, this is what she taught us growing up, um, because we're mostly girls in our family. There's four girls, there's one boy. Yeah. And her side of the family is very matriarchal. Very, the women are, mm-hmm. are very, very strong. And that it was so important to her that we end up with men who recognize, respect, and acknowledge that, number one, we had lives before you, Mm -hmm. and that we come with our own accomplishments. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like there is anything that I have done that you haven't acknowledged, big or small. I, I, I th- I'm the same. I honestly really can't think of anything. Um, That's good, right? Yeah. I, th- yeah, because it's, we're not ones to like say. Good job. Yeah. Or anything. Like I've always said, we're not at a boy. No. Uh, people. Um, but we give credit when credit's due mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, I don't expect you to like, uh, give me a pat on the back if I take the trash out. Um, stuff like that. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like we kind of have a system, like I'll take the trash out in the morning, going Mm -hmm. to work. And then like, when I come home from work, like there's a new bag in the thing. It's just kind of like a thing that we have. Like, I just, I don't know. I'll do the dishes and you'll say thanks. And yeah, I, I feel like generally anything that we do for each other or for ourselves or for the household, it's never unnoticed. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say that's a good thing that we don't have an answer for that. that, That's what I was hoping for. Okay. This is a different one, um, but still relationship-y. How has your parents' relationship influenced our relationship? Oh, um, my dad is 71, but he's a giant fucking kid. I mean, we saw him today, Mm -hmm. and we talked about, you know his dad and my mom's mom and how mm-hmm. Nunu, my, my grandma, my mom's mom was 65 when she died. But in my brain, she was the old lady mm-hmm. because she had the, the blue hair, the, yeah. the, the helmet hair, the big glasses. I mean, we also said like, you know, clothes in the eighties didn't help. Yeah. Much. <laughs> but you know, my mom, she looks like she's 40. Mm-hmm. My dad, you know, he, he looks young. He's, He's young at heart. I mean, hell, he should yeah. be. He has a practically a brand fucking new one, you know, after mm-hmm. three years ago. <laughs> and a quintet bypass. I didn't yeah. know you, I, you have four vowels, but you can get a quintet bypass. But no, just like their, their communication with, e- with each other, their um, just general, they love to be around each other. Yeah. Like, you know, Dad had surgery two weeks ago, and so he's been stuck in the house. So they, they'll joke around, like, I'm going back to work just so I can get out of the house mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it's kind of like it's that fun banter yeah. that they have. Yeah. Like, I know that when mom calls him Kenny or Kenneth, I'm like, oh, you fucked up. <laughs> but it just, like, so I I want, 
I strive to be like that, you know, the stupid jokes, you know, and yeah. you know, you, you, call, you call me, you're like, are you your dad right now kind yeah. of thing? And it's like, and I, know, I didn't know I was speaking to Ken Shuttleworth yeah, today. <laughs> but it's like, I know that whenever that happens, like she's humored, but she doesn't want me to do that. <laughs> so I, I would say the same for me. My, my parents' relationship, how it influenced any relationship that I ever sought and also this particular relationship, which is the final relationship, right? Is... There, there were a couple of things that I noticed in my parents. Playfulness. They were always laughing with each other. Yeah. Um, they both had their own things that they enjoyed. Yeah. They didn't necessarily, you know, they enjoyed them in the same room together, you know. So they, they had their own personalities, their own lives, but they enjoyed each other's company. Um they were always laughing and joking with each other. But also the, the one thing that I know about my father is his just undying devotion to my mother. Yeah. Just loves my mother. Yeah. And so that really uh, is a bond that I, I've always wanted that I always sought. You know, I always looked for that. It's what are you laughing at? Because, I got some new lights in the mail a couple weeks ago. The the mushroom lights. And you're like, I didn't know I married Eddie. Yeah, my dad. <laughs> so the people don't know what these mushroom lights are. They're little night lights. And I, I love I love my ambient lighting. Yes. I do. I like I'm a lamps sucker. and I just, night lights I just and things like, like that. That's so much night. I'm not twelve, not night lights. <laughs> But, <laughs> but you bought these these little night lights with with I, these cute I, little mushrooms on them. I, I love them. I love mycology. I love the study of mushrooms. Yeah. I've just always loved mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, no, I love them too. Yeah. And they're very pretty to look at. They're very uh, whimsical, right? Yeah. Because but, we're both like fairy people. Yes. But definitely something my dad would buy. Oh, so. 100%. <laughs> because I bought like a seven pack fully expecting like we're going to send your dad one of these yeah. because he's going to love this mm-hmm. and i just it's it's stuff like that mm-hmm. where you know we i love my parents sense of adventure and i have that sense of adventure with you they went on a trip a couple years ago where their main goal was to not turn right <laughs> like every exit they took they would have to take a left and then, you know, it's just, that's kind of, that's, that's fun. That's the stuff that they do. Yeah. I mean, and you can tell that they, the love that they share for each other, yeah. that they have for each other is just incredibly strong. Uh, but yes, the humor that they have, I love uh, just being around like today, just, it was just you and me and your parents. Yeah. It was just so comfortable. It was cute. You know, yeah, they're, and we both have, they're poking fun at each other. And both of our parents are still together. Yes. And I think that's a, yes. a big thing as well. And that is one of those things where it's sad to say that it's rare, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to have parents that are still together. But yeah, that is um, through all the, the hardships. Mm-hmm. There were many, many times where I thought my parents like, wow, I don't know how you guys are still together. Yeah. But they are. No, I mean, I mean, I, I, mine has gone through that same thing. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, just. Yeah. And my dad still does things like my dad cooks breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm-hmm. for my mother because yeah. she doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. All right, is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm to the lighter side of stuff right now. Okay. Um, 
How would you describe my relationship with money? <laughs> I so w- I, I get to use my line? I wish you could, everybody could fucking see the look. I, I could use got. my line finally publicly on a public forum. Can, you want me to say it? No, you- I will say it. My husband is a very expensive man. <laughs> he is, he has expensive tastes. And the, I, I, the way I've described it. Uh-huh. I have champagne taste, PBR budget. Yeah. But now you're with me and now you got double that. So um, Christmas gifts, birthday gifts is incredibly hard because I'm looking at things that I'm just going, wow, I don't how much this costs. I mean, she's my husband. But yeah, my husband's a very expensive man. Your relationship with money, though, that's a different question. So I just wanted to throw that out there just to just to poke at you. But um your relationship with money is very healthy, actually, because you make money, um, you work hard for, for that money, and you spend it on things that you enjoy. They're not friv- frivolous things. Yeah. Yes, you spend money on cigars, but that's what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you spend money on cigar accessories, like mm-hmm. your humidor and your, your cases and your lighters and I, things I, like that. You bought me my Peter James. I did. Um, you picked it out <laughs> and just said, this is what I want. I took it for a two-week two yeah. test run. And um, I got mushroom nightlights, guys. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just so you know how easy it is to please me. But the bad thing is I bought those for me. <laughs> I was a byproduct. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. But yeah, generally, your relationship with your money is very healthy. I I don't have these worries that you're stashing money away for these habits that, you know, you're buying. There's no like special account for like hookers and blow. (laughs) Because I've known, I've known, I've known people who have that like, they got to hide their money from their wives or whatever. And it's, you know, it's one of those things I... I, the whole adage, what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're the breadwinner of the family. I have no issues with saying that. You have the, I do well with, in my profession. I, you know, I'm, I believe that I'm in top of my, I don't want to say top of my class. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't even call myself the breadwinner because. You, I mean. You, well, it's just, a, it's just more. Yeah, you make but, more. And, I, and I'm totally, I have no issues with that. Um. But like, I I don't like, I don't hide money from you or anything like that. um, Now on the reverse side with you, like, um, like you're, when a bill is due, like I'll pay it that day kind of thing. Like we just did our taxes today. Like this is Mm -hmm. the easiest way I can put it. We just did our taxes today. We have to pay. And you're like, when do you want to pay it? I'm like, tax day. April 15th. I wanted to pay it and you're today. like and you're like no we have the money let's just yeah. pay it now I'm like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna have the money then as well mm-hmm. so we'll just wait like don't need to have the government take more money mm-hmm. they can fucking wait yeah just kind of thing but you like when the bill comes like you're just like yeah let's, let's do it pay like it's done taken care of I'm like yeah mm-hmm. well that there's anyway. there's legitimate reasons for that we we yeah. were not financially stable growing up and you know my mother wasn't very good with money um, paying bills and things like that. And so 
on time. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up in very, very anxious about money. And yeah. so I actually f- uh, f- almost fear money. And, and I'm so my past relationship was that way. Mm-hmm. Very flippantly, just like money's gone, like not knowing where it is. Like I remember, you know, being 22 mm-hmm. and seeing like, Oh, there's like all this money in the bank account because I didn't do with any of the bills at all. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was 22. I was not a kid, but I was younger. Seeing all this money in the account, but then like seeing that like the our SUV got repoed, and I'm like, for what? Mm-hmm. And then realizing that like she never paid the car payment for like four months. I'm like, well, are you? And then just that's where I've gotten better with Mm -hmm. like keeping track of everything. Like, no, that's not going to happen anymore. Mm -hmm. So like us now Mm -hmm. is more of long the lines of what I like. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even though, I mean the, the whole piece about me wanting to pay now versus you wanting to pay on tax day. I I get your point. Yeah. Yeah, They can wait. Um, but generally if there's, I don't like debts hanging over me. Yeah. That's the thing. So, I mean, you're very aggressive, like credit card payment, school payment. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, get it out of my face. I don't want it. No, Here, like here's you're, your money. You're, you're a graduate from Cal Berkeley. Yeah. You don't owe any money to anybody. Mm-mm. You're very aggressive with your, with your payments. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And whereas I'm like, eh, yeah, it's due on the 12th. I'll pay you the 12th. It's, that's just, that's yeah. my one. That's my thing. So, okay. All right. Your second to last one. What was the proudest moment we've shared between us? Um, when we got that key from Robert, I think, I mean, because we're both in our mid to late Mm thirties and we just become first time home buyers for, for the first time. And we didn't, we had we had a set of guidelines that we wanted to follow because it was our first house, but it wasn't, we didn't need a starter home kind of thing. We were mm-hmm. already set. So we knew what we could afford and we were very, and I was proud of like, you know, what we achieved together. Um, and then, you know, just, you know, a brand new house that was nine months old or however old it was and just having that sense of pride of like, wow, I, I never, I never thought I would own a house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and, it, and I think you kind of felt that same way too. Oh, so, yeah. Especially, you know, coming from the Bay area where, you know, that house out there would be what a million and a half dollars yeah. or more. Yeah. I mean, Could it's never afford it. Yeah. But also because, I mean, that's the same answer that I have yeah. is, is our, our proudest moment is, is actually being homeowners. Um, it is, my first house and growing up we did not own property Mm -hmm. and um it took my my parents late in their their years to actually own a home and so owning i know it's that american dream and why you know there's there's arguments for and against it yeah but for me that that was uh, again chasing stability right and i I think that I, I agree to an extent that's the American dream. I think the American dream now is not to be in debt. Yeah. Um, whether medical oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 or yeah. self-induced debt. Um, but, you know, ownership, having something that you can call yours is definitely in that, oh, in, yeah. in that same Venn diagram. Yeah. And I'm extremely proud of us for, for having that to, yeah. to do. 
I, I felt like it was a good culmination of, of what transpired that year yeah. of how positive things were, were looking at that yeah. time. Yeah. That was the, that was the, uh, the yang of the, the yeah. shitty yin that yeah. we had <laughs> beforehand. Yep. All right. My last one. It's a doozy. Really? Mine is kind of lame. You go first. What do you love and hate about the way I dress? I guess love and hate in the same vein is that you, you definitely look like a, like I'm taking my 13 year old to get pizza. (laughs) Hey buddy, getting pizza tonight. Um, because you're, you're always in your chucks or your vans and, and black pants, black shirt, cap, um, hoodie, uh, you know, that, that's your, those are your uniforms. Um, but I love that about you because you're never, even though you'll, you'll wear the hat and the, the jeans and the, the, you know, the sneakers, you're always put together still, even though there's a hole staring at me in your jeans right now, but that doesn't matter. It's, you're always put together. Yeah. I mean, we're, we, we have this thing where, uh, we, we don't wear flip flops outside, to the store. One time I did it by accident because I left the house but you, in a rush. But, but like we'd even go out. We just yeah, were going I through stayed the in the car because I was not going out. Well, we're in public ju- we're like just that. going through the drive-through, and you were mortified. Yeah, I was mortified. I was absolutely, hiding my feet. You were absolutely mortified, <laughs> and I thought it was funny. I was like, "Yeah, you just look like Celine County now," yeah, and it's but, like, and that didn't go over well. I'm like, "I, I want to take like you ever say something? You're like, I want to like suck those words yeah. back into my mouth." <laughs> but yeah, that's. Uh, that's one thing that I appreciate about you is that when when you go out, you're always making sure that you are put together. Yeah, you know. Um, and I think be, I I do wear this like. You got me for Christmas the greatest gift ever. You got me seven shirts, all se- black. Seven plain black shirts from my favorite shirt company. Yeah. Um, and it's like that's the greatest thing because I I strive to have to be like that cartoon character. Where he just looks the same. Steve Jobs. Like black t shirt yeah. and jeans. That's it, it. I have so many other things going through my head. I don't give two shits about yeah. you know, that, but I'm never gonna look sloppy. Yeah, yeah. But I do I will admit for being thirty seven pretty much, I do dress like I'm still going to the skate park. I could add a little bit more color to my life. I will not disagree on that front um but for the most part yeah it's gray or black pants it's yeah. a gray sh- it's a black shirt during winter time it's always a black hoodie and then it's a black hat that's just yeah that's just what it is so okay now you have to answer it for me what's the question again what do you love and hate about the way i dress what uh, do you love and hate about the way that i dressed i've already said it your your big collar shirts that's um, indoors um i've never seen you wear shorts fuck shorts <laughs> you will never I, over my dead body you will find me in shorts i like your legs shorts is just not a thing i've ever worn i know i'm just saying, like even dresses i remember being i think in kindergarten to first grade i wore a lot of dresses yeah and for work, I used to wear a dress every now and then, but I am in pants 
Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I mean, I don't really hate anything like the way you dress. You wear a lot of floral print. It's funny. Like when we're going dressed, I'm like, Oh, that, do you own that? That looks like something you own. Yeah. Or if you don't like, and you're always like, no, I don't. But yes, I could. <laughs> it's funny. It looks like something I would wear. You're either black like me or you're floral. Yeah. Um, like we don't go out, like I said, it, but we don't go out anymore. Um, I, I'm not opposed to like heels and stuff, but I like you being short still. So there's the conundrum. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, a dress and you in heels, fucking sexy. Not going to, I mean, there's no other way to put it, but it puts you at to, to like five foot three. So yeah. it's just like, I'm it, tall. That's it's super tall. That's super tall for me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's really, there's nothing, like I said, there's, it's kind of like the same way. Like there's nothing that I hate. Yeah. Um, you just would like to see me in shorts. I just want to do so weird, dude. Where am I going to come in? Or where am I going to wear shorts? Or or you, you, you don't accessorize. Like you don't wear necklaces. I I hardly wear jewelry. I know. I've got you a few necklaces before and it's like, man, I just need to stop buying you necklaces. Um, I guess that's really about it. Yeah. I mean, that I, I don't accessorize and I don't wear shorts. I, You're going to see me in some shorts and a bunch of necklaces. How many, like I have more earrings than you. You accessorize more I, than I do. I wear more rings than you. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It, literally, you have two on. I have I have, one. A, I have a pinky. I, have, I always have my pinky ring, mm-hmm. the wedding ring. I have. I your, know, your bracelets. Yeah. I don't even know how many earrings I have on. Mm-hmm. I don't even have my earrings on. Yeah. I mean, I have my plugs and I have my conch and mm-hmm. my nose ring. I've never seen you in shorts. Oh, yeah, I haven't. You yeah, do? Never mind. What are you talking about? Because you always say, like, I forget how much, how, how heavily tattooed, ta- how you tattooed are. I am. Yeah. And then you're like, holy shit, you are white. <laughs> All right, give me your last one. This is kind of lame. Yeah. Why didn't I start with this one? What does marriage mean to you? Um, it means this it means communication and yeah. talking and you know I, I've said it before whenever I started this show I wanted to not be I wanted to kind of go the way of the radio people who I look up to um Howard Stern, where just everything is out in the open. It creates the best content. Mm -hmm. Um, Dan Levitard, there's not subjects that he's not afraid to talk about if he knows what he's talking about kind of thing, stuff like that. You know, I wanted the, like what we're doing now, this show, I wanted it. I wanted you to be comfortable, comfortable with it first and foremost. And then if you were comfortable with it, I wanted to do this. Um, So thank you for that. Um, but just openness, communication, um, accountability. Um, like whenever I'm fucking up on something, you're, you'll call me out on my bullshit, but I'll, I'll do it the same way to you now. Like I'll tell you like, Hey, you need to, Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say calm down, but like, Hey, you need to Take yeah, a, the, the, one, the one way to make sure your wife does not calm down is to tell her to calm, calm down. down. Yeah. <laughs> um, not just openness. Yeah. You know, I, I know that 
I can, there's no need for me to ever be afraid to come to you about an issue that I'm having. Like if it's something that you've said or something that you've done to me, like I don't have to mince words about it Mm -hmm. because you're very cut and dry. Just spit it out. Yeah. Just it's, it's that bandaid metaphor. Just rip that fucker off and it'll be better on the long run. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's the, so the marriage for, this with because it's not going to work it's not that's not going to work for everybody Mm -hmm. but for you and I it is just that openness where we're not afraid to talk about something with each other Mm -hmm. for me what does marriage mean to me it's a commitment uh to watching each other grow Supporting each other, both good and bad. So commitment to learning about each other and seeing through, seeing each other through really all of the evolutions that we will go through. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like everything else in life. Everything evolves. Yeah. This is going to evolve into something else. Um, you know, hopefully for the better. I don't want to say better. Something better, I guess. <laughs> Doesn't make Stay any tuned, sense. guys. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Um, better. Be- <laughs> it's like, <laughs> not better, but better. It's like when you dial a, a phone number, you know, when you used to have to dial phone numbers yeah. and you got the wrong phone number, like, oh, sorry, this is not the right, you, you yeah. got the wrong number. So you would dial the same number again, but you would press the buttons harder. harder. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Better. Better. Um, I had something I was going to say. I forgot about it. Oh, well, I guess it wasn't important. No. So what, what do you think? Same thing? Pretty much? Oh, I answered it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I guess. So I guess listening on my side. <laughs> was I chewing something just then? <laughs> yeah, because there's this new thing that I discovered. It's speaking about, you know, learning about each other. Um, Aaron cannot hear anything if he's if he happens to be chewing at the same time. So be prepared to have to repeat yourself. It was funny because like we were ha- we we're having was it lunch this morning? Or what? Lunch this morning, <laughs> better. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Please don't. I need a husband. I need uh, a husband for for a long time. Um, no, we were having lunch, and. Uh, he said something and I was like, huh, do what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I was chewing just then. And you're like, see, it was true. Yeah. And then like a couple minutes later, I just see you looking at me and just kind of staring and smiling. I'm like, did you just say something? Because <laughs> I was just chewing. And you're like, no, I'm like, well, quit fucking staring at me then. That's another thing. Do what? That, that's a phrase I, I didn't hear until I moved here. It's a Midwest thing. And so I remember just it driving me crazy because you would always say, do what? Do what? I'm like, what, does, what the hell does that mean? And so I would joke that I would end up in a loony bin um, in a padded room in a straitjacket just going, do what? Do what? Do what? Do what? So that's all I hear <laughs> from this man. I, you got to think. I, my hearing, we're going to have to both come to the realization I'm going to have to have hearing aids or something mm-hmm. because I work in a loud machine shop for the past 20 fucking years. I've yeah. gone to how many thousands of concerts where I just 
didn't give a shit about my hearing. Uh-huh. I have a constant ringing in my ear all the time. Um, so I, I just have to wait till you finish chewing to <laughs> you're, you're just, to continue our you're, conversation. You're always gonna have to you're you're gonna have to fucking repeat yourself. Or you're just gonna have to life. learn how to read lips. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I. I, I can't, I would have to like bend down way low. Shut to up. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> okay. Okay, what are we doing now? Well, uh, thank you for that. That was fun. Now, I don't even think that, did you did, did you explain to people why we're doing this for Valentine's Day? Yeah, I said this is for a Valentine's okay. Day show. Were you chewing then during the no. rest of the show? <laughs> I wasn't. I just straight wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> Okay, so what I have now is, so last week I I realized that like there's some really fucking stupid news headlines out there, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't tell if they were real or not. I thought it was like Onion articles, um, but they were real. So then I got to the point where I was like, I wonder if Mo could tell the difference between a real article that was produced in like New York times, Washington, Washington post, you know, Se- Seattle Sunday times or whatever, or the onion, which if you don't know what the onion is, it's a, it's a satirical yeah, it's news. A, it's a satire news yeah. thing. Um, I mean, there's definitely some onion articles that are way out there in left field that you can definitely tell they're fake, but there's some in there that are, actually really good so i wrote down about 20 or so um like 10 real articles 10 fake ones um to see if you could determine what is a real article and what is a onion article okay so you can just say the onion or not the onion okay so i guess uh let's see and they're just all mixed around but i have a like a little note citation Okay. Is it the onion, not the onion? So, <clears throat> all right. Um, man who mowed lawn with tornado behind him says he he was keeping an eye on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the onion. That is a real article. <laughs> I'm going to keep a tally of what to, <laughs> how many you got right. Keeping an eye. Don't worry. I'm keeping an eye on it. But it's funny because like how many times have we been in like storms have been around and you've yelled at me like, will you get in the house? Yeah, because you want to be out there looking up with your mouth open. I'm from the Midwest. I lived in Tornado Alley my whole life. Like there was times where like. <laughs> I had to throw in that detail with your mouth open because stuff is going to fly in there. <laughs> That's so mean. Uh, all right. Yeah, so it's a real one. <clears throat> New dog digs up old dog. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's dark. Yeah. I'd say that's real. That is an onion article. God, you see, I'm really bad at this already. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, buddy system responsible for additional death. Buddy system 
responsible for additional death. Mm-hmm. I want to say that's the onion. That's the onion. Okay, one, yes, yes. <clears throat> um, 77 per- 77% of parents agree teachers should be paid more after teaching their own kids. Not the onion. That's a real article. So that's real. Okay, so I'll just say onion or real. Okay. So that one is right. Yeah. Study finds average American unknowingly eats the equivalent of eight pieces of fruit a year. Onion. That's right. Okay. <laughs> but you see, like, that's, yeah. like, real. Man must watch... Man must watch Bambi monthly as part of poaching punishment judge rules. I'm sorry. Say that again. Man must watch Bambi monthly as part of poaching punishment judge rules. Uh, real. That is real. Oh, gosh. Now you're on a roll. Five, uh, three to three. Passenger turned away. After wearing 10 layers of clothing to avoid luggage fee. <laughs> no, look, look like Troy. The thing is, the thing is, I've done a, a small scale version of this. I've known people to uh-huh. do small scale versions of this. They don't want to bring their heavy coats yeah. in their suitcases so they can pack well, more Well, you got to think it's like a hundred bucks to, to check a bag. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's a real article. That is a real article. Yeah. <clears throat> um, 400,000 unsold Earth Day issues of Time Magazine truck to local landfill. Onion. That is the onion. Yeah. And you're fucking kill. I, I didn't think you'd be this good at it. I'm a sleeper. Uh-huh. <laughs> National Geographic hires Jeff, Jeff Goldblum to walk around and be professionally fascinated by things. <laughs> Onion. That is a real article. Oh, gosh. I'm coming back, baby. <laughs> Um, um, study finds stoner uncle, all the kids favorite. That's the onion. Yep. Hipster whines at tech magazine for using his picture to imply hipsters look the same. Discovers picture was of entirely different hipster. Say that again, say that again. Hipster whines at Tech Company Magazine for using a picture to imply hipster hipsters all look the same. Discover's picture was an, of entirely different hipster. Onion. That's a real article. Sure. Boom. Back. Back. Um, <clears throat> man fails citizenship test after being denied Braille test. Real. That is real. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Um, um, rural Nebraskan, not sure if he could handle the fast-paced life of Omaha. 
Onion. That's the onion. <laughs> Try saying rural. Rural. Yeah, that's one of those hard words. <clears throat> um, man hoping. <laughs> it's the onion. <laughs> man hoping people noticed how many folding chairs he could he was able to carry at once. That's the onion. <laughs> I've seen that one before. <laughs> because I've I've said. That was me. That was you, poor thing. At church. <laughs> Just the thought. Again, the onion is 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 brilliant for the details. And just thinking about the kid trying to impress the girls at church. That was me, 100%. Oh, my carrying so many chairs because he's so strong. 100%. I am, <laughs> I am not. A, I've always said I have no shame. That was me. I was like, I can carry seven chairs <laughs> in each hand at one time. Lord. Um, drug use down among among uncool kids. Onion. That one's almost too easy. <laughs> um, I think that's all. There's a couple of my favorites of the onion where the one where Biden Biden arrives early to set up state of the union fog machine. <laughs> so I read one the other day. It was uh it was like uh Biden photographed at White House washing Mustang shirtless. <laughs> and it was like damn, I don't know. That was like that could go either way. <laughs> but that was it. So um you got them right, two to one. So yay! But uh, this was fun. Yeah, it's different. I guess I'll see you in uh, quarter number two if people enjoy all three people. Oh gosh! <laughs> um, so, I have not committed to this as an ongoing thing. Hey, you're doing this as long as the show is still around. Oh gosh! So hopefully, make it to the quarter two. <sighs> okay. But uh, so final uh, judgment on the cigar. You're. You're about done with it. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, so, I, I squished it. So you normally are a V-cut person. Yes. I, I cut this on a bevel. Um, I noticed did, that. Did it did it hold up a little bit? You're also a very wet smoker. Like, I, you're like you're like Brandon. Like, you, you get all up on there. We're, we're all mouth. Now, this one, Giggity. what would you call this shape? Um, so this is, um, this was a uh, 5 by 54 torpedo. Okay, so I've noticed that V cut on a torpedo for mm-hmm. me unravels. And you also quite ha- a bit. so you also have the deep V. Um, okay, so, th- so. gross, <laughs> gross. So it is. He's <laughs> laughing at it. He's laughing at his own jokes. Um, that wasn't a joke. Um, you have the you have the Zycar deep V cut. Um. <laughs> Yes, it would. You could cut through the cap a little bit too much on that. God. So this one, I did squish the yeah. the mouth part to the point where it is completely unraveling now. Yeah. So, so okay, I, I would be interested if it wasn't really fucking cold outside. I'd say we go home and have another cigar because since this one is a Maduro, I would like for you to smoke a a Maduro that isn't sweet tipped at all to see if you enjoyed it. Okay. Um, something I'd say if, I mean, if you 
I, I don't know a thing about it. So if you pick one out, I think I think you could be able to to handle something like uh, the Viva La Vida. Okay. Um, I it's I think you could handle that one. I think I think you would enjoy that. It's it's stronger, but it's it's a it, it's a richness of the strong. It's not a it's not a like a smack in the face kind of strong. It's a not a nicotine strong. It it, it has. Some I strong guess because I know how the Perdomo one impacted mm-hmm. me. If it's a high nicotine content, which I don't know if you can gauge that. It just well, it come, it just it determines on the priming rate. Um, but that's a whole different show, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, actually, on last week's show, Brandon talks gets into that quite a lot. Um. Or something like the uh, the 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 Julius Caesar. I think you you would you'd enjoy that a lot too. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll have to do that little experiment um, sometime. Maybe on the next one. What? Yeah. What next one? On the next show. What next show? Well, like in a couple months when we do this all over again. We're gonna do this all over again. Yeah, hey, we'll get the expansion pack. But there's a lot of. I mean. There's, yeah, there's 200 questions, so we've we've gone through I guess 24 at this point. I feel like the the other cards in there are pretty much the same types of questions Which that we yeah yeah it yeah it's it's one of those things where you know off one off one card you could answer seven different mm-hmm. cards just through the normal communication kind of thing and um, I mean there's definitely if we want to do like an X show, there's definitely those cards in there as well. We are not going to do no, an we're not, X we're show. Not, but I'm just saying we could. No. That's, I mean, it is you can do that with Mark. <laughs> oh, God. Find out a whole lot about each other. <laughs> you know what? I Like I said, I, I ain't got no shame. <laughs> no shame whatsoever. I'm like Blade. Come for the community jokes. Yeah, there's, there's, so, there's too many inside jokes. But again, there's only three people that are going to listen to hey. this, so it's okay. Hey, soon you're you're about to be having the biggest inside joke when it comes to community on uh, on the Outback. So yeah. I can't wait for that. We'll post a picture of that. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Your husband's pretty cool. You know that? I've heard. <laughs> so the three people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I uh, hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day with your significant other. Um, reach out to us if I know. I know there's a few people out there who did this with their wives as well, or with their uh, boyfriend, um, stuff like that. Um, let let us know how this round went for for you. And uh, I know you got a nice little kick out of it because I I show you the the responses yeah. and stuff like that. I was actually really surprised at how I think. Um, there was someone that was listening to the episode with his daughter and his daughter was asking questions about him and his wife's relationship. So she was curious about her parents' relationship. Mm -hmm. And I I thought that was actually really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's, so we, we actually talked about for during dinner tonight, they have other like cards with it. They have like a family edition and stuff like that. So if I could get my dad to do this, you actually brought it up like this would be a good show for yeah. around Father's Day. So yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd see if I can get him to uh, to do that. And I think that would be uh, interesting to get the uh, the old man's perspective. Yeah, on, and, and uh, two stuff. criers in one room. <laughs> oh, man. Someone will be chopping onions. I know, I know. So, all, all right. right. Well, um, 
this was fun. So next week we're back onto regular schedule, have some uh, awesome guests lined up um, through uh, March going into April. Um, thanks everybody who answered a little like Instagram question that I had on there. Um, reached out to whoever, everybody answered. I reached out to all those people um, and got a lot of stuff lined up um, in the springtime, some cool stuff. Um, so it's going to be uh, looking forward to some good shows. So we will see everybody next week. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs>